right, here we go. Episode number five. This is a after hours episode. I have my co-host back with me. After Kimber. hours, how cute. And we've got some great friends of ours, Zach and Nina Ford. After hours, so I, uh, you know, I've got my 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 drink here. What are you drinking? Zach? I expected you did. We we have whiskey. Nina. Not yes. whiskey. Nina. Are whiskey you drinking? A uh, very smooth red blend. Okay. I, quarantine blend. I yeah, quarantine feel blend. So bad if we were drinking and you weren't. You were doing good um, for a while, not drinking. We're okay. This would probably not we be. We stocked up. We bought by the case. Dude, a quarantine hit, and I was like, I need a handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just saw something that Dallas spent $77 million or something in alcohol or I, or was, I didn't even read the article. I just saw it in passing, but it was talking about how there's been an insane increase in alcohol consumption and purchasing. How since. could you not? You know why? It's all to go. It's all because Abbott, yeah, he lifted the rules and now all liquor from all the, you know, drinks, mixed drinks, beers, everything can be to go from any bar or a restaurant. And we got the same thing we here in Colorado. We have the same. It's great. But yeah. why isn't this normal all the time? Well, I was wondering if they're going to, like, roll that back. Because, like, you can't unring a bell, right? Exactly. It's a lot harder. This is you know, it, It's going gonna, it's gonna to mess everybody up. But it does beg the question, like, why was that rule there in the first place? But you know? wait. It's, oh, we know. Bible bell. Presbyterians. Yeah, we know why it was there, but the question is, why is it taking this long to get rid of it? Well, we used to be able to get margaritas or daiquiris to go. There, there were the okay, daiquiris is a loophole. There's always Texas is good. Other so if we're operating in a loophole, why not let everyone else They're usually wine-based. It has oh. to be wine-based, and it's a loophole. Yeah, there's well, no liquor-based daiquiris to go in Dallas. <laughs> But, oh, yes, we used to get them there. Yeah, you get in a, in a Ziploc bag. Dude, that bag, was wine-based. A drive-through alcoholic beverage in a Ziploc bag, because that's a sealed, yeah. Yeah. sealed oh, container. Oh, and then you go two blocks more, and you get corn in a cup. Elotes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a, a shout-out to yes. Fuel City. Fuel, Fuel City Tacos. City. Yeah. Fuel City. That's With the donkeys. For those Love that Fuel don't City. know, Dallas has a great cycling scene, and part of the greatness is the tacos. Oh. The <laughs> the ability to ride your bike from top to You guys to don't have that? No. You guys don't have that there? Is it all like granola and like, yeah. you know, vegan food? Yes and no. They're real healthy. They're certainly not Tex-Mex. That's, no. that's for darn sure. No. Biscuits and gravy? Well, I mean, People I got my biscuits and gravy, gravy at home. Here. Yeah, yeah I got a Southern wife oh. with me. There's it's, Lucille's, though. Lucille's, oh, Lucille's is, is Cajun. Yeah. There's a Cajun uh, Creole, Ooh. you know, Louisiana place that, that is nice and authentic. It's quite tasty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, you know, you know, Nana is from uh, Nepal, from Kathmandu. And she says that there are a lot of uh, Nepali people in Boulder there. I saw some. Oh, no. Uh, it was I you, Nina. There was a, what, there's a Nepalese restaurant in Fort Worth now? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Irving, I, probably. But they've always, apparently, I've never been to Colorado, unfortunately, but I'm just, typically people from different mountainous places, they tend to want to obviously live in other places with similar climates. So it seems like a lot of people from Nepal do live in Colorado. But, of course, Irving is popping now with a bunch of like Asian, Nepali fusion, drive-through even type places, which is awesome. That's pretty cool. You know, actually, as you talk about people from mountainous regions and 
moving to mountainous regions. I, I have had some uh, Nepalese Uber drivers coming home from the airport. I mean, it's, it's a 60 mile drive, so it's a, it's a long Uber ride to try to not talk to your Uber driver. So you know, roll the dice and hopefully I got someone I can have a conversation with and pass the time. But I know I've had at least one Nepalese uh, Uber driver as we talked about, you know, where Everest and, and base camp. And I mean, that's what there's yes. know about Nepal, right? And he just kind of laughed it off because that's all Westerners, you know, really truly know, or at least all this Westerner knows. Yeah. But it's, so, it's so cool that there is this correlation, uh, whether it's the weather or the altitude or who knows. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to, to say that there's that crossover from mountainous regions and people. Totally, because also like when I lived in California and I visited um, Big Bear, if I'm not mistaken, um, where they do have like, you know, skiing and snowboarding and everything. There was a whole community of uh, Nepali people who lived there because they had restaurants and stuff. They could feel at home because there's like higher altitude and people that live in those places their whole life, they want to continue to keep living in them. And so it was kind of interesting. I was like, what? I would not expect in this kind of bougie little like, you know, mountain town, all these Nepali people. Resort town. Yeah, resort town. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a Texas kid through and through and I usually will introduce myself as one, but I, I love seeing the mountains. Like, oh, you know, that's so, last it house, makes your heart feel better. It was the, you know, out the back it door. Does. This house, we're Western facing, so it's out the front door. But to see yeah. the sunset coming down over the mountains, just just to have that large, you know, visual impact, you know, that's always there. Some, something know. bigger than you. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, all you have is uh, high rise and mid rise and other people's houses and stuff in Dallas. It's, it's, it's such so a different flat. feel. Yeah. People so. here fight for their open spaces. And that's we go for sure. miles without industrialization, and it, it feels so good. Then we do we see for that cover fracking. Uh, the cover well, barriers. Money, money, money talks, man. That's just for cover sure. it up, and it's fine. Uh, I mean, the the energy industry is huge in Colorado. That that I have learned because it's it has everywhere. this very unique balance of the Boulder Valley is natural in its nature, but also the oil industry and the energy industry on the whole. Because whether it's oil derricks or the uh, the fracking sites, that they look like it's a, a warehouse being put up with concrete walls, but it's I'm all just so to protect bizarre. the fracking point um, and the you know, regulation. But then there's all the wind turbines. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away they by how many wind turbines are across uh, northwest Texas now. Uh, from when I was going out there 20 years ago to Amarillo, there was not a single one. That was farmland. 20 years ago? Really? Dude, that's changed so much, yeah. Wow. Paul, how old are you? 20 years ago. <laughs> he I was running uh, away with his family a whole lot. Yeah, I was, you know, school age. I was, you know, traveling. <laughs> I have pictures of you 20 years ago. Dare I share them? Little baby face. <laughs> I have pictures of you, sir. He went, <laughs> went baby face to gray I might have to make the cover of this episode uh, a certain photo of Mr. Zach Ford after a very unfortunate wreck on the Superdrome. Probably the last that was not 20 years ago. That was half as many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That, let's see, Silas was born in 2012. So that's, that's probably seeing. 10 years ago, man. His little booty hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Salt girl. My wife, like, reenacted Zach's photo and knew it exactly <laughs> without having to show this photo. The, the other guy had to be carried off on a stretcher, so I, I fared better. Wasn't that your raw, like, your legs showing uh, all that raw, like, yeah. bloody? Yeah. I, I, high, I high-sided it into yeah. spray.
Hunter's Lane in the turn of the Superdome. Turn two on a Dude, my bum just track. burned thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Tingle down to my knees. Yeah, no, I, I mean, travel hard. I still have some deep scars on the hip bones uh, from, from going down on a track, cleaning the track back at the old Exide days when there is was road construction. Is it still there? I heard it was going to take it It's down. gone. It's oh. yeah, Rest in peace. This is uh, now I, I mentioned it. Going out from my homie. Well, Chrissy, oh, yeah. Chrissy's got the skeleton somewhere hidden away. Oh, that's Waiting horrible. for the day. He's always got plans. I bet I could get him to talk yeah. about his plans if I could get him on the podcast. He always wants to do it somewhere. He, he believes in that track, which is fantastic. Somebody buy some land somewhere. Where yeah, do we put he's it? been working for it out uh, east of uh, east of town a little bit. So that'd be badass. I just heard that the Boulder Velodrome uh, was acquired and is now, you know, at least got some expectation for for lasting for a number of years, which would be really nice because that's another. 250, uh, 44 degree track. Hold on, before you get too yeah. nerdy. Nina. <laughs> yes, I'm still here, don't worry. Uh, me too, don't worry. Um, I was about to start talking about the Detroit no, Velodrome. No, I'm not letting y'all get all nerded out here. Um, we can talk a little bit. Oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, today I wiped out hard on the skateboard and it, rem- it, it made me think about when I was a new writer, I still am, but how much I wiped out. Nino, how... Yeah, you, I don't know you skateboard. No, I shouldn't. It sounds like she doesn't skateboard. No, I shouldn't. What? Not. Okay, so the last, <laughs> the last time I really got into skateboarding, Silas was probably two or three. Uh, three. He was old enough to scoot. He scootered on his own, and we took him on a path in Boulder, and we were like, we've got the badass little kid that's gonna scooter. Well, he scootered his little tiny self right in front of me. And I jumped off of my skateboard to, Going down a hill. <laughs> to save the child. <laughs> uh, oh, no. No, man, I hit the ground so hard, my ponytail fell out. Warning, graphic content. My, my boob popped out. Oh, no. No, I popped out of my shirt completely. It was... Yeah. It was oh, scary. I believe it. Was there road rash on your boob? The nipple. Full yard The nipple was ground off? Everything. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> Oh, my t-shirt is terrifying. No, so I heard I had this. That makes me think of like all the times that I've had road rash. If I would have put ink in them, it would have been so awesome. Just put it on your little nipple. I I (laughs) heard my glass pendant necklace scraping across the ground. Tink, 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 tink. And I did not give a shit else about anything except for did my necklace survive? Did it make oh my, my little pretty pendant? And it did. It was fine. It, it actually came out a lot better than I did. The child was fine. Everything oh was fine. God. But I hit the ground so hard my ponytail came out and my nipple had road rash. Man, that is hilarious and terrifying. So yes, your house. I mean, honestly, you guys, it's it's amazing because you you had the opportunity to be involved with the 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 building. The oh, we want to do that so bad. That's we don't, but we do. No, we we totally do. It's probably not going to be our first home. We just we'd have to leave Colorado. But to to what you guys have done, it is is absolutely no, dude. No, you need to go out to the the reaches 
and get the oldest house you can that needs the most work that is the least expensive Dude, and then just double and then double down on it man yeah build it up i don't but that means me doing a lot of shit that i don't mm, i don't fucks with Everyone and ourselves. No, we were all surprised that we're still together. Even oh yeah, I thought we were going to be like you know long gone three times. Oh, and people even say, oh yeah, no, you didn't know. Like yeah, a lot of people don't make it through. You know, a uh, house together. And we're like, thanks for letting us know that. No, they don't tell you until after it's over because misery loves company. (laughs) They want you there with them. They want you to know (laughs) how much you sacrificed for a bathroom. Kitchen. I know. It's like, well, oh haven't you guys also ridden a tandem together? Oh my god. Okay, no. we really want no. one so well, bad. Paul, you're getting it mixed up. Shut up. No, no, we really do want a tandem. Because <laughs> no, I heard we that's only the other one once together. Yeah, we, we rode one around a parking lot one time. Which one? How was it set up? Who was in front? It was not Paul's tandem. Don't bring that story up. I don't, I don't know, know what that story is, but we I really want a tandem. We actually have a huge coin jar. What? Oh yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna get a tandem, but not we're where. Saving up for a tandem. But the captain's gonna be in the front, not in the back. Let's Correct. just say that. Correct. Yeah. Captain. Some stupid custom-built tandem where the captain is in the back. Captain's fucking ass. Okay. Oh. okay, guys. For us, there is no captain. It's just that we know in our relationship. Exactly, baby. Zach Ford exactly. is in the front. Exactly. I'm in the back, and that exactly. is what I want. Exactly. But every relationship is different. I don't believe it's captain or whatever. I just know I want to be in the back, and that works for us. Each couple has you to be want different. To look I'm sure together. you'll point out like a, a side note, you know, somewhere in the the podcast here. No, we're talking about previous tandem designs. There was a previous tandem design <laughs> oh, where yeah. the person that was the stoker was in the front, and it was not a good design. No, it, it was a very it was a, it was a it was a custom so built. It was this. a crazy design, crazy. and and like for stability issues it was decided not to be that way oh it should never have been that way that was the uh, Kimber and I are maybe less than five miles total on that thing yeah we don't go and I, I swear well we was, did like 32 and like we almost killed each other <laughs> yeah it was in three different planes every time we were riding because oh, on top of okay. putting the larger rider in the rear it had yeah. a derailleur in the middle so that way you were not yeah. pedaling in sync no. so all yeah. the forces in the bike what? were going all over the place. Oh, you're just theoretically, it's perfect. Theoretically, it's perfect. If it was made from, <laughs> but it's like, not a, a high you quality a large tube titanium. I, I don't even know. I don't know what I would want this to be made out of. I would, I would love to get Don Walker's opinion on it. That's for sure. He would like exactly. Right the door. That's what Zach always says. Speaking of Don, well, Nabs, Don you guys. I mean, it's such a bummer that Nabs is basically supposed to be going on right now. Are you? I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh, it's insane. I, I was talking. Wait, wait, wait. We postponed. I had, I had like twenty-four pounds of uh, posters and 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 little billboards, and we had a bonfire. You, we kind of mourned it. Were they all yeah, dated? Yeah, you know, it's not an ending. It's a postponement. That's true. And I, I will still be there. So 
I, I will come uh, see yeah. you guys. I'll be there. At this point, I'm probably awesome. going to have to bring my wife so that way she can see you guys and come to your house and everything while we come down. Yeah. But uh, we have a uh, guest room now. I haven't <laughs> left Colorado. I haven't been to an airport. Like, this is the longest that I have not traveled since I started with Ceramic Speed. First spring break I've That's been crazy. in Colorado in, what, four years? Yeah. I mean, for it's both of us. It's cold here during spring break. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's going to yeah. snow tomorrow, and Kimber is not happy. <laughs> no. I was done. Guys, we wish you were here with us. It was sunny today, but then this whole next week, we're going to just have a bunch of, like, stormy, rainy weather. Same. We get the same storms, except ours is in snow for Yeah, we're, a we're like uh, you know, 36 hours ahead of you guys, and <laughs> if it's, you know, 50s there, it's snowy here. It's just stupid. Right. But today was beautiful. It was sunny. Well, thanks for taking care of that for us, taking it. For yeah. And, uh, right. Good job. Good job, guys. Yeah, good job, guys. Wait, I, I can't give you a, be- a guest bedroom. We we have a little... We, yeah, we have no guest 1940s bedroom. bungalow thing here. <laughs> but we, we need you guys to come visit. Come make your first trip to Colorado. We'll figure I'll it out. We'll camp or something when this whole quarantine is over. I know it sucks. It's so weird. In, in the in the after time, they say after time. Yeah, I mean this 9/11. When when you experience it, you're not thinking this is going to be in history books. It's it's happening. No, okay, yeah. okay. that's so funny. Yeah. That's what I was saying there, too. There, it's there's just there's been a whole generation of children oh, sure. born in these like 16 months oh, or sure. fucking quarantine. Okay. I oh. I dare say 16. Just months. the same way 9/11 you know, changed it, everything. It's going yeah. to really be bad nine, because nine, people are nine to 18 months from now. There's going to be another baby boom. <laughs> what are we going to call them? Yeah, that too. Quarantiners. I don't know. Yeah. Corona lineal. Literally, it will be like that. Oh, and hey, but but we're we're not going to have a baby. Don't worry. Oh no. Good job. Don't yeah. forget. Stay strong. Yeah, don't do Stay it. Stay strong. It's a trap. I'm holding out for the vacation house. Vacation house. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what Kimber keeps saying. <laughs> we no. talk about adding to our adding to our little family. We talk about having another baby and I see Dave Chappelle holding no. his money like, oh please don't take yes. it away. <laughs> yes. I know. Quarantine time. Seriously. Hashtag don't do it. Say no. It gives a whole yeah. meaning to stay safe. Birth control. This is how you're doing your third interview. Like, for Zach Ford, what you No, doing? they're editing their... Like, you're obviously going a weird tangent, dude. Like, I don't know where the hell is that. It's not an interview. It's just a podcast. <laughs> it's why it's called I've Seen You. It's I've seen you in my feed. You're a friend. You're someone I know. And I just want to reach out and connect and have the conversations that we always have these conversations where we connect with people and we talk and we chat and we kind of catch up and it's just it's just nice to have a conversation with somebody without specific you know business or whatever goal and to be able to talk with people that if I saw them at a trade show I saw them at an event I saw them at a race we all have these little conversations when we kind of catch up and that's what we're doing it's I've seen you guys uh, you know building your house living through some your own trials and tribulations uh, unfortunately, that comes with the neighborhood and and you know s- you know stealing your shit and you know that stuff sucks. But I want to reach out and say, hey, your friends are here and you know we want to catch up and we want to laugh and reminisce and that's what we're doing. You know, well, all sorts of fun. Well, also you know also I have to make a major shout out to Bike Friendly South Dallas and their resource center because they were housed in my shed for a while. Now they're housed uh, at a location down the street. You know they teach people 
how to work on bikes and they do a work for a bike exchange like you volunteer your time and you can like essentially quote unquote build if even if you don't know how to build but they try to teach you how to build your own bike and you get a lot of these people like you know we're in downtown Dallas Jimmy John's and Caviar and all the different gig working delivery things you know they're working on bikes so there's a lot of people that are just working and earning a living riding a bicycle and and you know they're getting to learn how to work on their own bicycle here you know in, in exchange for for the actual bicycle that they're riding how how awesome yeah, you can it? earn a bike just by volunteering enough hours you can earn bikes a bike. have been categorized as essential and that's fantastic exactly yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love this and i i've seen some shops that have kind of been hesitant to quote unquote you know capitalize on it you know they're like well i'm going to take care of commuter bikes and yeah. the people that are essential and that's why i'm here to do this but i think it's just amazing that that cycling and you know bikes in general are part of that essential core competency and core necessity of not just our country and our culture, but globally. Uh, you know, bike shops are in that kind of narrow window that if everything's not 100% shut down, and unfortunately there are countries that that's the scenario on the ground right now, if things aren't 100% shut down, bikes are generally involved in some way or another. And virtually every country that or every state that I've followed on scene and heard about, they're allowing cycling and activity and being out and you know, walking as long as you're holding you know, a good you know social distancing. So so it's it's really cool that as everything steps back, gas. I, I filled up my tank for like eighteen dollars. I remember twenty it's years ago. For, it's almost a dollar right now. It's insane. But you can't do anything, so wait, like no one's going anywhere. Yeah, no one's going anywhere. Right well, Listen up, ride your bike more often. That's well, I know he's talking about the the Russia and the you know the Saudi Arabian uh, trade war with with the fuel prices. But anyway. Uh, uh, you know, getting out and riding your bike, it, it's great. And they are limiting, you know, driving. So even uh, in Dallas here, the Katy Trail and uh, White Rock, uh, the White Rock Trail, the White Rock Lake Trail, they are shutting down. You can't park anywhere. You can't drive there. But you can ride your bike there. Yeah. So, you know, we are... You take yourself there, but that cuts out a huge chunk of people. Yeah. No, they might actually shut down White Rock and a lot of the trails just because they're trying to stop people from being out. So I'm just so glad that if nothing else, we can ride on the streets. Yeah. And take the streets back. We can still take Uh, our dog to walk on the streets, too. one One of the former council persons said in a, a Facebook uh, deal where he was like, you know, shut down Katy Trail, but, you know, also shut down McKinney Avenue to, you know, driving to yeah. automobile traffic and just have it open up only for pedestrian and car traffic or, and uh, bicycle traffic, you know? That's pretty progressive. I mean, I, I love hearing that in Dallas of all places, you know, we right. growing up there knowing how everyone's addicted to the automobile and right. cycling, you're an edge community, that it's that popular. And yeah, I used to commute along the Katy Trail living in downtown Dallas and commuting up through Highland Park and it, it did get good use. I mean, but that's a centralized point that that's yeah, just gonna spread. Seriously. 
think I do the same. So we're seeing the same thing in Colorado. They're they're saying don't don't leave yeah. your community. You know, try to find hiking and trails and parks and whatnot in your community to avoid driving and potentially picking something up or taking something to a different right. community. Yeah. They're, they're closing trailheads. They're closing the amenities because too many people are getting out. And Colorado is a very active state for sure. Yeah. yeah. And they're saying well, we can't just like stay inside. No, right? we still have to stay active, but there's ways that we can find you know less um, travel places. I got to take up the whole road today teaching Silas how exactly. to hang on to his skateboard for a minute. Just having that, we got out of the uh, I think that's time. called sketching, right? Were you teaching him sketching? Where, where he's on the skateboard and he, he, you were hanging on to his bicycle? No, no or vehicle or bicycle involved. No. She was oh, man. Yeah, That's where no. you gotta teach him. <laughs> I hung out on my longboard. It's nice and cozy. You just kind of swish back and forth. Man, I was trying to teach him these little S waves. He wasn't about it. He... <laughs> I don't know if he's got the, like, the calf strength and the, the ankle dexterity yet to really work it controlled. Yeah. How old is he now? Seven. Seven. He, he hangs out on it pretty good. I put him in the grass. Like, I put the boards in the front yard so they wouldn't roll Aww. anywhere, but he could feel how they stretch and bend. And yeah. he had a fun time doing that. Like, he kept saying that he was surfing. That's how he felt. That's adorable. Surfing. And that's about how it went, too. Like, he would surf, and then he would eat it. Is he still super talkative? Yeah. <laughs> He's very talkative. Yeah, when he gets comfortable, um, it's nonstop. Oh, man. it's You have to play interested. So you have to check in every once in a while. But I swear to God, this child will talk for 15 or 20 minutes. You don't have to check in or nothing. He's just going. I remember that from our wedding. That, that sounds like Nana. No, that, I remember him like from Nana. our wedding. Shut up. <laughs> Shut he was so, how old was he at our wedding? He was so cute. Oh, he, he was six or Five. 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 Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't. Age. He's so cute. It wasn't this past summer, but the summer before. This was summer 18? Yeah. 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 In the before times. <laughs> the before times. <laughs> when, when? when we could drive from state to state. You could go to <laughs> I remember when. Yes, when I could have a to by someone I didn't know. So, roads are, roads are clearing out in Dallas? Is it? I mean, I guess downtown's got to be really quiet if no one's commuting to the offices. Dead. No. Deep Ellum, everyone's, you know, boarding up, boarding up. Oh, Deep Ellum is totally boarded up all of their uh, storefronts and bar fronts and everything. It's like a ghost town. Deep Ellum is uh, bars. Tattoo parlors, yeah. music yeah. places, Little retail music venues, restaurants, event spaces, some explicit stores. Literally boarded up with plywood. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, That's insane. I don't the the freeways around Dallas, everything is totally clear and it's 90 miles an hour anywhere you want to go. Yeah. That's nice. If you were to do that. It's kind of thing. Who would? But think about it. I mean, it's yeah. incredible to see I mean, the environmental yeah. impact that we have made so quickly. Oh, that's been fantastic. Seeing all the animals come back in. So speaking well, animals, of... Uh, satellites. Satellites are picking up clear skies. That's fantastic. Go. It is that much 
that, that we're doing. There's no doubt that humans influence the environment because in just a couple weeks, we can see global differences. Yeah. This this should silence anybody that says, ah, humans aren't making an impact. Global like, warming something. I, you know, false. We, we stop doing our normal life, you know, cut down on air traffic by 50, 60, 70%, and all of a sudden, everything starts. I think that's pretty amazing. Well, I think anybody that would say that is about to be bred out of our existence, right? What? Well, that one guy blew himself up. The flat earther. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a... That, that, see, that's in the Science time. channel was like, here's our channel. Did, did you hear about this? This guy, he was a flat earther. Like, totally earth is flat. And he wanted to prove it. This guy was that clever. He was going to prove man. it. Wait, wait, wait. That, what Give him some money and make him have a TV show. Oh, no, my God. He was Please. doing that. Somebody give him some money. Science channel? Science out? channel. The science channel actually was doing I'm a probably a wrong. reality <laughs> show. Might, might not have been a science channel. Okay, maybe a different show, but a, a, an outdoorsy nature cable channel was doing a bit of a, a reality show documentary on this guy because he was an engineer and he built rockets. So take somebody who can build rockets and couple them with somebody that has a desire to prove that the earth is flat and imagine how this goes over time when he decides he needs to ride his rocket to confirm no. the earth is flat. He broke his back oh and then he killed himself and the science channel is like, we are sorry to report. I mean, that's, that, that's the best thing that could happen. <laughs> a little bit. That's the best possible conclusion to that you know, well, I mean, scenario. I'm glad for the dude who didn't believe in all the other science. But let's just think how much he's this would have been a GoPro. People well, he didn't have a co-pilot. He was by himself, right? He was, he was fine. He's dead. Yeah. Like, so he was an engineer, so he was smart in math. But then when it came to you know logistics and planning, he just was like, hang on. I need to send myself up to prove it. I can't send a GoPro, which there's dozens of GoPro stories that were attached to a, uh, a balloon or a rocket and they went up into orbit for who knows how long. You know, They generally got up there for a while and froze and then they fall back to Earth and these little darn things actually survive. And there's really cool footage. You find it online of you know seeing Earth from the edges of the atmosphere and the curvature of the Earth. And this guy, in all of his intelligence and his wisdom that the Earth was flat, decided he needed to see it for himself. I mean, I've seen it on transatlantic flights. You can look out the window and see a definitive curve to, to the, the Earth. It's not sharp. It's very mild, you know? I mean, you would have to be pretty stubborn to say it was the window to, to think that that was curving the, the view. But that's... Yeah, uh, that, that was a funny one. It's kind of a cult thing. <laughs> I, you know, I Ray suppose Washington. so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even, even the Great Lakes, taking a photo at the Great Lakes, you can actually confirm that the Earth is not flat because the the horizon is not perfectly flat in just a normal format photo looking at the horizon. Uh, you know, it, you know, going going to any coastal region, you look far enough out. People, like we talked about, people will literally close their eyes to something that they don't want to see, like the fact that the world could be round and stick with the fact that it's flat because it's safe and it's comfortable and people want comfortable. It's, it's one of the scariest things of social media and the internet, um, in my opinion. So many people can get a megaphone and start to gather some, some clout, whereas media 
used to have at least some level of uh, of barrier. You know, we wanted our 15 minutes of fame, and yet now anybody, uh, you know, here myself included, can create a platform and and send a message out and reach out and talk to people. I, I had to pass no further barrier than being able to create a couple logins, and it's one of these things was people bring up these stories that should have died in the cul-de-sac. You know, something that you should have been like, oh yeah, this is funny, and it doesn't go anywhere. Is now moving up and moving into the popular mainstream and the mindset and this is going on. Zach, Nina, it's been a ton of fun. I appreciate you guys, you know, hanging out with us this evening, sharing a couple drinks and some laughs. Uh, I hope we get to see you guys. Hope you come up to Colorado. We can't wait to come back to Dallas. Thank you for uh, for getting on the call with us. Pablo, Kimber from Nine and I in Dallas. I just hope that you know you guys just stick with it and remain positive, and let's all just keep on keeping on, and you know, do what we have to do to uh, make it through all this BS. We love you guys. Thank you. And we're so glad that y'all came and hang out tonight. Yeah, we'll hang Absolutely. out again soon. Yeah. Cheers to y'all. Cheers, Cheers guys. Yeah.